you are listening to the Startup Mindsets Podcast. If you like what you hear, follow us on Instagram at Startup Mindsets Podcast, as well as click follow or subscribe on Apple or Spotify or Google or wherever you're hearing this from. But uh, we've got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. We're going to be looking at the value of an accelerator. Um, Earl is currently, er, Earl just got off, uh, graduated from Techstars, uh, an accelerator that grants or that gives about 120k in funding for 7% equity in startups. Um, and yeah, his startup Platina is blossoming into a, a great startup with customers in the Philippines. Today we're going to be chatting about, uh, his experience with Techstars, especially, you know, it'd be great to hear since it's all virtual. Here we go. Demo day was yesterday and you're now done, right? So I guess the first question is, how do you feel now that it's over? Yeah, I feel, um, uh, you know, uh, a sense of both relief, right? Just because the program has been extremely rigorous, rigorous right? Um, but also uh, a little sadness, right? Just because it's ending, right? Um, you know, we started this journey, I guess, in July 13 or so, right? Middle of July. And now it's uh, kind of the first week of October. So it's it's quite a while, right? Like July, August, September, October. Yeah, it's about, you know, three months or so. And, you know, just having kind of the, the group, the network, the learnings uh, on almost a daily basis is something that uh, I definitely would, would miss. What, um, what was the schedule like? Was it uh, you would... Uh... Zoom yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now they it's typically a, a extremely immersive in person uh, experience, but now during COVID, um, they were extremely flexible, and uh, you can basically have a purely virtual program, right? But it doesn't mean that you have less uh, meetings or or whatnot. So, uh, I think the um, the the TechStars program is broken down into three major parts. Right. The first one is kind of set up and uh, what they call is like mentoring or mentor madness. Right. I think it's the first part. The second part is about, you know, execution um, and building out the product, uh, you know, getting feedback from the mentors and partners. And then the last one is uh, investors and preparing for demo day. So I guess tactically um, what happened, I guess, in that first part second part and third part right so the first part really is um you know Techstars uh, philosophy is uh, give first and its philosophy is about mentorship right so they curate um and our program is very specific on fintech um in uh ac- financial access and cross-border businesses right so that's that's a specific accelerator that Techstars has for us in partnership with uh, western union right and um, so, yeah, so they curated, you know, um, I guess 80 to 100 different mentors um, that will talk to us in a span of three weeks, um, you know, in, in, uh, in, in Techstars, right? So maybe I think that's week two to three, two, two three and four, um, where almost every day we talk to maybe 
I guess five to eight, if not more, uh, mentors, right? And what do you talk about with a mentor? It's really talk about your business. They give the reactions. They give you some guidance, right? And see really who, you know, what type of new thinking we can absorb based on their feedback, right? But imagine that like you have these like 80 different personalities, thoughts, you know, opinions, expertise, that will basically try to refine your business a lot more because there's so much of them, right? And then out of that, then you kind of, it's like a draft pick, like think about like the NBA. You think of like out of the, you know, 80 or so mentors that you meet, like who are like the, you know, four to six um, lead mentors that you want to have um, in order to help you throughout the rest of the program in a more immersed fashion. You, You can also have mentors that are, you know, ad hoc and other people that you will get the items on, but then someone you want to meet every other week. So, um, so yeah, that was really crazy. That's why it's called Mentor Madness. I think most Techstars alums will remember their Mentor Madness days just because it's like, imagine it every day, like you have to prepare for eight meetings that will talk about your business and I'll not say criticize, but then they want to see how you can refine it, right? Oh, cool. uh, yeah, and then the next, phase which is you know another four weeks or so is just like purely execution right so you have now your lead mentors you you know now talk and do more deep dives so we had like a lead mentor on like marketing and branding we had some in product we had one in credit algorithms let's see we had you know a couple maybe in like fundraising right Mm. Uh, and and really seeing based on their experience and having that deep relationship with some people where you can be extremely, um, you know, I guess vulnerable is not the right word, but really throw out like, what are the issues? What are the dirt? What's the real time things that you're dealing with in order for you to, to grow? For example, one of our lead mentors looked at, you know, in the beginning is like from the, from the notion of like mission values, brand um, personality, all the way up to like, you know, what does her Facebook page look like? What does her website look like? You know, what does her logo look like, right? And, and that that basically helped us a lot, right? Because we were launching something that did not exist. Even our website and our Facebook did not exist, oh. right? Or press release and all these things, right? Um, and then obviously talking about the algorithms, talking about the product, right? Um, talk about legal, right? So we also had a mentor that's like a, a lawyer and just gives us like just general guidance and like regulatory frameworks and all that stuff so which is kind of important to us um while we have uh, kind of optional sessions um on that second stage of like uh what it calls execution based discussions right so uh, we had um uh like a i would say a life coach but like a team coach right where um the founders take like a personality test and then they figure out how to see where your strengths and weaknesses are, biases are as founders to make sure you're not stepping over each one and making sure what are the points of contention in the future based on your own personality. So that's pretty awesome. Um, all the way up to like, you know, um, partners like, you know, Amazon or, uh, or, or whatnot. And, and, you know, talking about, you know, something specific about the cloud where the Western Union talk about, you know, PR strategy, right? Like just little, what they call as bite-sized, um, you know, uh, knowledge base, right? Um, and then the last one is basically fundraising where we had this thing called Investor Week, 
where they paired us up with uh, at least not necessarily to pitch, but to I don't say practice pitch or to show where we are now and get actual investor feedback versus theoretical feedback. I think we got matched by like 14 or 15 different investors to just like refine our pitch to them, right? Um, so that was good. That was good uh, to help us with demo day pitching, right? What, what, what was, uh, yeah, how, how do you feel now about pitching and raising money compared to before the accelerator? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, um, so this is something that I didn't know about, you know, uh, coming into it. any accelerator, mind you, I guess Techstars, which is one of the top accelerators, right, is that um, the goal um, really is not just about, I guess, fundraising. The goal is how to build, like, the business that lasts and make, make, you know, make it big at some point in the future, right? That's why um, they focus a lot on kind of what I call is the fundamentals of a startup and making sure that those fundamentals are not a miss, right? Um, so we even had, let's say, a weekly session where we had uh, kind of closed-door sessions with founders and they talk about like both the you know the failures and also the successes of themselves, right? And that was extremely valuable to us because they're people who have maybe exited some businesses, raised lots of money. Like basically they're like years ahead of us and they just tell like what is the tactical things that happen during our stage of development as a business, right? So uh, given that, you know, we we definitely are um it's like you're not walking alone, I guess is something that I want to say, right? I mean, I think that's one thing about Techstars that, you know, maybe even fundraising, like you're, you feel that you're not, you know, uh, kind of going in blind. Um, our managing director, um, which we just spoke to, you know, a couple hours ago said, you know, why don't you show me, let's say, your investor pipeline list, right? And let's talk about that and see what tactics we can do in order for you to grow that list or at least to get the connections there, right? <laughs> And just having someone um, look at it, review it, right, and all that. Or we have a number of mentors that look at our deal room, right, looked at our deal room, um, our data room, right, uh, in order to, for potential due diligence and gave just reactions to us and say, hey, you're missing this, you're missing that, make sure you have that. And I think that just helps you become, like, more ready, I guess, for fundraising, right? Um, and, yeah, we've been getting... Uh, a lot of discussions from VCs, and uh, we definitely are uh, excited to, you know, we, we close already our pre-seed round, so we have enough runway, but we want to be sure that we, we close our, our, our seed round, right, um, coming out of Techstars. Yeah, what, um, I was just wondering, like, how, uh, how do you, I mean, um, I guess there's a huge difference, right, from doing something in person versus uh, the virtual everything was working yeah 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 it's very different um and you know would you there, there's pros and cons right i think um i think pro uh, pro is that you know you can have a little bit more of like work life balance right um i know that's kind of rough becoming a startup founder or sometimes you, everything leads but since you are based out of home and since you are there, then you can be a little bit more transparent on like what type of areas that you can, you can do. Um, the pro also is that we don't have to be based out of where, let's say uh, the Techstars program is located, which is in uh, Colorado. Right. And uh, yep. if, if ever, if ever, then, 
you know, you'd have to, you know, we'd have to move to Colorado for three months, right? And is that good or bad? I mean, I'm sure there's some pros to it, but, you know, is that easy for your you know, personal life and, and all that? I don't know, right? I think that's one thing. Um, but also the pro is that you now get mentors, speakers, investors from all over the U.S. and not just in, let's say, the Colorado area, right? So even for Investor Week, we got like, uh, you know, investors from, you know, L.A., right? We got investors from New York, from Atlanta, obviously for a lot from Colorado, right? Silicon Valley, right? So they're now not also constrained to the type of people that can support you in the program because it's not, you know, it's not just in specific one geography alone, right? Which is extremely important, right? I remember watching yesterday on Bloomberg TV or Bloomberg Tech about the conferences uh, that happened in San Francisco. Like, you know, you think about Dreamforce or like uh, yeah. VMware. Or, or yep. VMworld, yep. And um, uh, the CEO of VMware yesterday, he said we had a lot, a lot more people come to the event. Like traditionally there would be 10 people from each organization, maybe in marketing or whatever uh, department, but now there's like 50 people. And I'm just wondering about the, the um, impact or the change that uh, the COVID world has made since, you know, business is normally, or has probably been, or a lot of people would say it's better done in person, right? But everything's virtual. So is it, do you, think it should go back to in-person stuff or it's a weird yeah yeah i mean i think the the issue is that your relationships maybe with some of these your co-founders right like the founders from other teams uh, might not be as strong right because you're there when there's content but you're not there during dinners and casual conversations and coffees right and all that things that you're used to um, I'm sure investors as well, like, you know, I, I just get a sense that some investors, uh, you know, are, are hesitant sometimes to invest in folks that they literally haven't met in person yet, right? Um, so that's another thing that I think, you know, have to struggle with. And then just building really just deep relationship, let's say with mentors, um, can you do that just in person? So not in person. So I think these are like all the complicated factors um, that, that, put into play but uh, I guess with the pandemic you know, the whole world had to adjust to this right and if the whole world had to adjust to this then everybody seems a little bit more flexible right so yeah I think it's here to stay in my opinion I think um, people realize that they can build businesses without necessarily um, always having to do things in person right um, and, and yeah I think that's you know, it'd probably be more normal than not. I mean, I think there still needs to be maybe like, um, you know, I think when I was in Cisco, we had this study and they said that as long as you meet them in person on a frequent basis, but not all the time, it's as effective, I think, as one thing that I saw in the study that I've had before, right? So imagine if, you know, you can meet an investor or a partner or a potential even employee once in the beginning in person, right? Or even sometime, yeah, somewhere in the journey, continue the virtual engagement and then maybe on a regular basis you meet again in person. I think that's probably like what I call the hybrid world in the future, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think uh, 
Yeah, I think this notion of like you have to meet in person every day all the time um, in order to build business, I think will be eroded quickly. And I think accelerators will feel this as well, right? Because, you know, why would you, you know, I mean, why would you want to do, let's say, a three or four month? If you live, let's say, in another market, even a geography, let's say you're from Indianapolis, right? Um, and you have to move and your business is, it's, it's for the Midwest, right? And you have to move to Silicon Valley for three months in order to go to an accelerator um, while building your business in Indianapolis, right? Like, is that practical, right? What if you have a family? What if you have kids, right? Like, what if you have some loved ones there that you can't leave for three months? Like, what's going to happen to you, right? So I, I think that's why there's going to be this interesting shift, in my opinion, right? Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Maybe it'd be cool to talk about if you if you had a breakthrough that you remember during the time of Techstars, like personally or the business side where, oh, you made X amount of revenue or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we... Um, yeah, so at least for us, you know, we, we just launched our product two weeks ago, I guess a week ago um, on an on invite-only basis. Um, but then, you know, it took us a while in order to get our operations um, lined up from a regulatory perspective since we're a fintech, right? Like, so we give out microcredit um, in emerging markets, but we need lending licenses, right? Um, so we got that included, the oper- uh, you know, a license to operate as well. And that took just many months. It just so happened that we did it inside of Techstars, right? But I think the biggest breakthrough um, as well for us is you know, just basically um, how to build out the rest of the complementary services in addition to the main product, right? So how do you then build the team, um, you know, to, to service this, right? Um, how do you then um, build experiments to know that your funnel is working? So we talked to a number of uh, tech stars, uh, mentors, if our funnel makes sense. Right, so that's like the marketing side, and then maybe the last one is just these assets, right? That we haven't, we don't know so much on, you know, from from the notion of like how to even write the press release, oh, right. um, you know, and and get that featured, let's say, into like a local or regional publication, right? All the way up to, you know, uh, building out your website that's consistent with your branding and your mobile site uh, consistency, right? And that's something that we you know, it's it's you know it sometimes in theory, but then it just helps to have some people that have seen this play over and over again in their career, and just that they can give you like a good snap, um, you know, opinion, right? That can kind of help you. What well, what's the energy? Um, I guess what's the vibe when you're doing zooms with uh, the people that you're, you know, your mentors or your team, right? Like what's uh. How do you, yeah, how's that, how's that feel? Yeah, I think it's, you know what, I, I, I don't think there's any compromise on energy or focus, right? Um, I think I think as long as you commit to be extremely 100% in the moment and engaged, um, you'll, you'll actually find it, right? You actually make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're going to do that uh, with, with other people. So, um yeah, I think it's it's really really I think this virtual world it, it pushes us towards like you know what is the what is the level of intent and engagement and focus. Um, it just takes a lot more 
All right, because if you're in a coffee shop in San Francisco discussing a potential investment, right, like you're there in person with that person, right? And, you know, you have to formally go and, and you know, and, and figure out how to close that meeting, right? Um, you know, in person, right? But now it's not so much possible, right? So, you know, I think that's just the reality of the beast, right? And it'd be interesting to see where we evolve to. But, uh, but yeah, but the energy is, I think for the entire program is extremely high, right? I think it, it, dif- it it's different when you do and build a company in isolation oh. versus to build a company with like 10 other people that is moving faster than you, right? <laughs> right. It's just like, uh, you know, it just pushes you, right? You're like, oh man, I thought I was doing okay. Um, and then you have like you know uh, you know uh, w- one of your classmates launch and they get like fifty thousand users in like you know two weeks or something that right? you're like oh man like I'm screwed right so um, you just get also this interesting peer pressure among each other because you're a cohort right yeah yeah um, just a random question not so much tech stars related but no you went to Stanford got your MBA there and I know that they're uh, you know MBA programs around the country are doing. Um, virtual MBAs. Uh, do you think like, um, how do you think that would, that that experience would compare uh, to your in-person MBA? Ooh, yeah. Um, well, there's another question, which is, so someone posted this, I think, in a blog the other day, which is if 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 they got into a, a TechStars or or YC, but they also got into like either Harvard or Stanford MBA oh. at the same exact time, what would they do? Take the money, dude. <laughs> right, and yeah, there's a big debate, right? Uh, at least uh, in, in in the blog. And again, I'm sorry, I don't know how to attribute this. I'm not sure who wrote it, but you know, I mean, I I feel like like a tech stars or a YC or let's say 500, like some of the top accelerators. Uh, I can give you kind of like a mini mini very focused MBA level experience um, that really helps you if you really want to do the startup route. Right, um, just because just you know, I mean, you learn from people who do things, right? Um, so I, that's why I, I highly recommend that if you are serious about building a startup. Mm-hmm. I think M- MBA is more general, right? Uh, MBA is more of like self and life discovery and building uh, foundations of academic background in order to tackle general problems in business, in particular. Um, but the big value really is forming that bonds and relationships with other people that you never know, right? Um, where you're going to be, right? 10, 15, 25 years from now. And how you just form that like deep relationships with each one during a span of two years, right? Because three months, I think it's hard to yeah. build like just... I guess you can, right? I mean, obviously, you can build lifelong friends in a three-month hyper-focused cohort, right? But I think MBA, because it's two years, it's like just so much opportunity, right? Like from study trips, right, to projects, to, you know, organizations, to, you know, internships together, right? Like you just form a bond with certain people um, in that, two-year time span, right? So I think that's kind of what the virtual MBA um, will miss a little bit. It's like, how do you form that sense of community or friend- community, friendship? I, I don't say community or network, right? That's kind of a, 
that's not how I viewed my MBA experience in Stanford. It's like, I don't think I'm, I was there to build a network, right? Like, I think I was there to build friendships, right? Um, that last forever, right? Um, until, you know, we're 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, I don't know, right? Like, we're still gonna, regardless of how rich you become or, or not rich you become, you're still always gonna be friends because you have that common two-year experience together at that point in time where everybody's just talking about dreams and nothing really is reality yet, right? And that's powerful, right? That's powerful because you don't know, right? Like, I mean, you're hanging out with somebody that, <laughs> you know, let's say Phil Knight, right? From Nike came from Stanford Business School, right? Like, I'm sure when he was there in Stanford Business School, he didn't really know that he was going to become built, like, let's say the largest sport athletic brand in the world, right? But hey, you know, um, when you're there, you are just friends, right? If you're in the whatever class of 1960 something, right? Like you're not saying like, hey, Phil Knight, like I think you're going to become the president of Nike in the future, right? But you're just there as like, oh, you're like my classmate, and what's your dreams and aspirations for the world? Yeah, right. That's why it's pretty cool, right? Um, I think in tech stars or YC or or some startup accelerators, like obviously you're all dreaming this thing of like a building a startup company but then it's it has this layer of like building a business versus just like general like life stuff right that's that's pretty uh yeah that's really true uh that's uh it's hard yeah i mean it's hard to i guess digest everything that's been happening the seven months with the world and how to understand um the value of things if they're not in person but I think you're right. Like there's still that, like with the switch to digital, that there's that um, value if somebody's engaged and wants to do it. But you know, you do miss the elevator chat or like. Yeah, it's like the serendipity just gets missed, right? So, for example, for us in our class, right? And again, our class is just ten ten companies, right? So we said that when everything is said and done, we're all gonna take like one week and we're all gonna go to Colorado. Right, just to like force ourselves to like do this interaction in person and build this deeper sense of like the class and the community, right? Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna do that. We're, you know, I think that's. Uh, I'm hoping that 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 happens and that's part of the cards there. Um, but I think it is definitely something that we are intending to follow up on because, yeah, I mean, you want to form this lifelong bonds with people, and you want to do that and start it out somewhat also in person, right? So. Yeah, yeah. There was a study at Northwestern University where they compared the success of teams that only did chat text versus uh, calls and, and then audio video and then in person. And I think like the rate was much lower, obviously, for texting, but the AV uh, compared to in person or the AV was a little bit lower in terms of the trust that they built on the surveys that they answered, but the the in-person was, you know, were recommended, and I guess it's always been the the um, most productive. But, uh, yeah, AV is, like, only, like, 10% max, I think, behind the in-person. So mm. humans get used to a certain way of uh, work just becomes the standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think um, that's why I think the future is in this right in person spread out 
and then regularly just in person. So it could be quarterly or every six months or whatnot, right? But then I think that is going to be the future of a lot, right? Like fundraising, accelerators, business school, work, right? Like all these things I think will happen to this like kind of hybrid model, right? Of like build the first relationships in person, go virtual, and then have a regular cadence in person that is not every day. Right, it could be every month, every quarter, every six months. Right, right, right. Um, what else should? What else do you think we should? Uh, or I should ask you. Yeah, no, I think um, you know maybe the the last thing here. Um, I know we're running out of time. Is like kind of my main, you know, maybe a top three lessons I learned. I guess when I was in TechStars, um, and I think, I think the first one really is you know. Um, being accelerator is like a buffet, right? Like you are, you're there to be given a lot of different opportunities, different people to meet. And it's all about you taking advantage of that, but also, um, you know, uh, what I call is, you know, just deep, deep diving into the experience 100%, right? And they have this also notion of a, their hashtag, I think, is called give first, right? One of their main principles is giving first or give first. And I think that's also one thing, right? Like you want to give um, advice to other people, be, you know, be, be doing that, but also be very giving of your whole self as a founder, right? To the process and the program, right? So you become vulnerable, talk about like what is the issues that you have. And the more that you give that to the system, the more that you will benefit. Right. I think that is the, that is, I think the first lesson, right? Um, the second lesson is uh, somewhat counterintuitive, but uh, it's something that I think uh, a lot of people should think about, right? Like regardless of, you know, who you build the company with, right? Um, uh, unless you've done it before with the same people, um, regardless of your friends. So my co-founder, uh, Kevin and I are friends for like more than a decade already, right? Um, but this is being an accelerator is a way for you to build the company together with a common experience, right? Um, and I think that is extremely powerful, right? Maybe probably probably one of the best um, uh, benefits of going through an accelerator is that you build the you know the 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 two or two of your I guess if you're a larger team three or four of you as founders have this common experience together in this laboratory where you can make mistakes as a team, Mm. right? And that's something that I think is difficult, right? Like if you're doing this literally in isolation without any third party, without any mentors, without guidance, without someone to, let's say, break a tie on decision-making, like it could be very rough, right? So I think it's very important for you to do this uh, at least, you know, accelerator or program or whatnot, you know, or, or maybe if you just have very involved advisors and VCs uh, in order for you to go that direction, right? So we're lucky that I think we got into this Techstars experience, right? Just because we're building a company for the first time together. And I think going through this common experience with the environment that they provide is extremely important for us right and then the last one that i would say um on on a tech stars experience is um 
you know, you you really want to, you know, um, understand um, and benchmark with other people, right? And see really not necessarily just for metrics, but also energy and vision, right? And you know where they want to take their company, right? And I think that is an amazing place to be in, right? Do you feel like competition or? It's it's kind of it's not necessarily competition because you're not like competing on the same job, right? Same f- even VCs, right? You're you're not even competing in the same geography or market, right? You are competing among each other on drive, mm. right? On uh, on on again on largeness of the vision, right? On your ability to paint the picture and build like, you know, a a dream that you set out. So I think that's the amazing part about it is that you then are around people that you can level up yourself. Right. Um, And especially with, let's say your mentors or your, your managing director, your entrepreneur residents of people who've done it also before, right. Uh, Years before you, and you know, you can just feed off like what they've done too. Right. And what lessons they've had in the past. So I think those are like the three major things kind of in my mind is like you, the people who do the best in accelerators give first right to the system, but also give their entire self into the system, right? And becoming kind of as both vulnerable, but also, you know, being um, as, you know, take advantage of what resources you have as much. Um yeah, I think that's 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 the one part, right? Um, and then really, it's uh, you know all about like you know building out, you know what is this you know community that you you have and getting this experience and taking advantage of that, right? So yeah, I think it was a it was really great, um, you know. And you know we just had our demo day, so I'm super fresh with this, but you know I kind of uh, that's why I said like it's both. Um, good because there's more time now in my calendar, but then also bad because I'll miss like this regular like pressure cooker interactions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, cool to hear. Yeah, I mean, I was questioning like uh, the how good an accelerator would be virtual versus in person, but I think it still had the same um, outcomes that you guys wanted, right? Or everyone wanted. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, again, that's the only thing that I I would miss is that I would miss the serendipity of casual conversation with my classmates, right? With my, and again, we're only ten teams, right? The cohort mates, my you know mentors, and all these things. Just like a, you know, it's it's something that I'll I I I wish we had more, right? Um, but obviously, because of the situation, it's just very difficult to form these informal informal bonds, informal discussions because that's not how it all set up like you know i don't think you know zoom or or anything like this really promotes building hmm. serendipitous relationships right so what does serendipitous mean that means um yeah th- it's like things happen by chance oh okay right like you know chance interactions chance discussions like imagine that uh you know i remember in business school right like you know there's sometimes that you have like common random experiences, right? Like sometimes near death experiences together, right? Sure. Uh, I remember my time in Stanford where we went to Russia, right? For a study trip. And 
you know, we were in a taxi cab with one of, you know, two or three of my friends and none of us know how to speak Russian. Right. And we're like, Oh shoot. We don't know. We just say like holiday in holiday in. And then like, they don't know. They don't understand. They're like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that. I was like, Oh shoot. We're going to be screwed here. We're going to be like lost in Moscow. Right. Dang. And yeah, we obviously, we, we tried to talk to the, it's funny. It's a funny conversation. Like we talked to the drivers, like holiday in, holiday in. Right. And then my friend from Mexico started talking to him in Spanish and we're like, dude, <laughs> We're talking Spanish. He doesn't understand you. He's like, I don't think he also understands English, right? No. So we're, like, we were like talking like Spanish, English, like any anything that we could talk to the driver about so that he'll understand us. I mean, eventually we, we got there, but it was uh it, it was funny, right? Um, but these are like random memories that you have, and unfortunately, like because of virtual environment, either business school. Work much, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, you you won't have that, right? That's why our solution is that we will figure out how to get a physical reunion. Everyone once COVID's done, right? So, yeah, that's that's super awesome. I guess that was all. Unless... Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, thanks again, uh, Dan, for uh, making me process. I guess the TechStars experience, and uh, yeah, I appreciate the time here uh, recording for uh, Startup Mindsets. That does it for another episode of Star Minds' podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys would like to support the podcast in any way, po- in any way, shape, or form, you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash startermindsets. Um, yeah, we're really ramping up the activity uh, towards uh, publishing this book. Um, we're also uh, getting more guests involved. Um, so, we, you know, if you're a startup founder or you're just curious about the ecosystem or building your own business or whatever it is has to do with tech, drop us a question. Um, you can do that by uh, DMing our Instagram page or LinkedIn page. Or uh, you can also, uh, and we'll also want to tell you about our newsletter. So our newsletter features news from Southeast Asia, uh, the tech scene over there, as well as uh, some of the top learnings that we're discovering through this doing this podcast. An example of that would be uh, learning about venture capitalist mindsets as well as uh, CEO mindsets, and you know, really just getting into the, uh, the the grit and the grind of entrepreneurship. I think that you know, in 2020, there's so much uncertainty and so much uh, things that we've overcome that you know, maybe it's a little bit easier to start a, start a startup right now, right? Like all the time, you got a lot of <laughs> advantages on your side. You got uh, your whole day at home. Don't have to interact with coworkers uh, as much. Um, you got that time, right? That's what the entrepreneurship come down, comes down to a lot of the time is uh, putting the time in and, you know, being patient. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to shout some of you guys out. So if you, dry, if you guys drop a question in any of our comments on LinkedIn or, you know, DM me, we'd love to shout you out uh, and do something different with the podcast scene, you know. Um, and a lot of podcasts just they put out their content, but there's not so much out, uh, of an engagement, you know. Um, and yeah, have a great day. Um, let's end 2020 on the best note ever.